Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And tonight we're talking Thursday Night Football, Week 9. This time it's the Colts and the Jets. This was a blowout um, that actually the Jets made look even respectable at the end, 45-30. to 30. And they actually could have scored another. T- that would have been interesting if, if they had actually scored that touchdown there and have a chance for an onside. That would have been an insane comeback. But um, no, they didn't get it. But 45-30, Colts dominated this thing for a long time pretty easily. Carson Wentz went 22 for 30, 272 yards, three touchdowns. He looked, looked good Carson Wentz tonight, right? That was the, the good version, which you get a lot of times. Jonathan Taylor 19 carries, 172 yards, two touchdowns. One was a 78-yard touchdown. Great run there. Naheem Hines was definitely involved playing well in this one, too. Taylor was hurt for a little bit there. He was on the sideline. Hines got a little extended work. He had six carries, 74 yards, a touchdown, a 34-yard touchdown. And then he also caught four balls for 34 yards, so he had a good day if you played him. And Michael Pittman, five catches, 64 yards. Not huge there, but gets himself a touchdown. And, yeah, pretty much if you had – one of the players that you would normally play from the Colts, you feel decent after tonight. Especially yeah. if you have Taylor, you feel really good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, the story is the Jets still suck. <laughs> yeah. And they make other people look really good. Yeah. Um, but I think that that is not really a surprise to anyone. Uh, you know, Pittman kind of continues on the hot streak as far as touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor really looks good. And then everyone else kind of fills in around him. Um, but the Jets, they yeah. have been having a few people that all of a sudden have been worthwhile. They can be playable, mm-hmm. especially streaming mm-hmm. bye weeks. Um, first of all, we'll we'll go to the quarterback last because that's like a kind of a yeah. whole thing. But Michael Carter was kind of the number one, right? Where mm-hmm. you're you're staring at this. He's a running back. People desperately need him. He's been uh, kind of surprisingly good. Um, this game, how do you how did you see that one? I know that it got out of control really quick, which yeah. can happen to bad teams. Is this was and, and he had 13 carries for 49 yards, and then he also had one catch for 37. Well, so, one it was weird, one catch for 37, but in reality it was two, which is the funny part because one yeah. of them was uh what that they passed I can't remember who they passed it over. He passed it back to Carter, so it doesn't count as a catch, <laughs> but he gets the yardage. So yes. So he didn't actually have that. He had a, a fine game. 80, like okay 86 game. total yards, right? Yeah, it's like, okay. You know, I'm okay. With, like, this game got out of hand. Like, they couldn't go to the ground game, Um, but he's clearly the main guy. There were 13 carries to Ty Johnson's four. Ty Johnson was in there a little more at the end. Maybe um he did, Ty Johnson did catch a touchdown there. Had a nice play. Um, Carter is still, he's the guy. He's totally the guy there. It's just, this is the game that it gets out of hand. That's the problem, though, with playing for the Jets, is it can happen. And it can get out of hand and you can get these days, but I actually feel okay. If the worst it gets is 86 total yards. I feel like that is not going to be the worst it gets though. (laughs) I feel like it's going to be worse. I mean, we've seen two games in a row where the quarterback play has been pretty good actually. And they have been the second and third string quarterbacks. How long can that last? We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) It's like undetermined. Next week against Buffalo. Not nah, it's gonna get it's gonna get real bad. Not, not feeling great about it. Then Miami, Houston, Philadelphia. Okay, I'm okay with those that stretch. Um, then Saints, eh, then Miami, yeah, then Jacksonville, okay. But there's a couple, there's a couple in there that you might just uh like next week is Buffalo. 
I don't know. I mean, because Carter can go catch balls in games. He didn't today. That didn't that didn't happen today, but it can happen. Yeah, that was the difference here. He didn't get that, he didn't get the receiving work like he does. Um, last two weeks he had nine catches and eight catches. This one he has one, you know, or two. I don't know. It, he had yeah, yeah. Yeah, two yeah. that it's it's just it's yeah odd stat but which is surprising in a game where it got out of control this quickly i mean they were yeah. what, they were up by i don't well, even know it wasn't even well like in, it, by, in, in the third 20 yeah, by half yeah something of that nature and it would have been interesting maybe if i mean i don't want to say if mike white doesn't get hurt because i mean johnson he took a little bit to get going but at the end i but at the end also the colts weren't really playing much of anything, just a regular base defense, not trying anything. Yeah. And so he they, looked okay also, they there. Yeah, they yeah, just they weren't. also weren't bad, though. Yeah. Like, they, it, yeah. Mike White could have made it interesting. Maybe. We don't know. We don't know that. He actually looked good. He was 7 for 11, 95 yards, a touchdown. The score was 7-7, seven, seven, and he went out. So who knows? Yeah, I mean, he did fine, but I don't want to take too much away from Josh Johnson because, I mean, the truth is he had, a, like, 27 for 41, 317, three touchdowns, one interception. The yeah, interception he, was on the last drive of the game. Last play, yeah. Right, trying to force it in, and for, even that was a he it actually got popped up at the line. Yeah. You know, I mean, for he, a, he didn't look bad yeah. for a third string quarterback. Yeah, that's that's about that's the best you're going to ever see right there. Yeah, well, um, I mean, it's just kind of funny that Mike White, you know, what he go did yeah. he with th- four hundred throwing yeah. yards, and then Josh Johnson not even on a full. And I realize he's he's making a comeback, and yeah, they're probably playing a little softer than they usually would. But three seventeen and three touchdowns going into that last throw. Yep. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of one of those like, what is going on here? Yep. Yeah, and Zach Wilson didn't before. We'll see. But Zach Wilson will obviously get a shot again when he's healthy. So we'll see oh, how yeah, it plays yeah. out. But the Jets at least can put up some points, I guess, even in in garbage mode, in garbage time here, which is okay. Um, another good story, I guess, from this one's Elijah Moore. Seven catches, eighty-four yards, two touchdowns. Um, a lot of that came at the end. He did have a touchdown early. Then he had that other touchdown. I think it was already in the fourth quarter when he got his second touchdown. That was only about his third catch of the day at that point. So he piled on some in the fourth. But that's three straight games of you know six targets, six targets, eight targets. Last week he was six of sixty-seven. The week before he was only the one for thirteen. But I looked at the, the targets were there, right? And he ran a touchdown in. Then he's seven for eighty-four. He's becoming their he's becoming their go-to guy at this point. So what that, again, what's that, how much does that matter on the jets? We will, you know, get to see that, but I like the way he's playing. Yeah. I I really like this coming down the stretch because if they can continue to pass for a lot of yards, whether or not they win or not, I could care less, right? They're not going to win, but if they can continue to be able to pass it, whether or not they're behind and they have to, which actually could help him watching Elijah Moore become one of the primary guys is huge. We we yep. liked him coming into the year, and it was kind of like, well, you're stuck on this team. If Zach Wilson happens to be the second coming of Mahomes, you're in good hands. If mm-hmm. it's the normal Jets, then you're you're kind of in purgatory for a while. Um, so this is why it's so great to see this and to get the touchdown, um, the two touchdowns today. Yep. It actually shows that he can get in the end zone, and they're they're trying to stretch the field a little bit, and they're not just giving up, which you know, kind of a. You, you see a, a lot of bad teams do. Um, so good, I, I do I do think that going down the stretch, he's someone to look at to pick up and say, all right, maybe he's he's trying to make a name for himself. And I do mm-hmm. like guys like that. It's not a bad guy to throw on the end of your bench. He's much more of a, a wild card, but I also think he's probably he, he's probably a, a better bet than than uh I'm trying to think like I don't want to say Landry. I'm trying to think of someone that's kind of like just kind of boring in the middle that 
you're not usually well, better than play. better than his own teammate Jamison Crowder. Like sure, you know. I mean, Crowder is a good example yeah. of that team. Right. Even though I, I do have this, I mean Crowder, I think he had what seven five, targets today, five yeah, five catches. Yeah. I'd He's rather completely out of it, but I would yeah. rather have Elijah. Yeah. Yep. Which I just picked up Elijah Moore yesterday in our in our main league, oh, Jeff. There we pick. go. I uh picked up him. I dropped Ron Dale Moore. So I thought Elijah, I've liked what I saw from the last couple of weeks from him. So I want to throw him on the end of the bench, see what happens. There we go. So I feel good about that. But yeah, we just talked a lot more about the Jets than we did the Colts in a blowout game where the yeah. Jets get blown up. <laughs> but yeah, they're I mean, interesting. They're interesting. They're, you know, they're, I don't know. They have young guys that like Carter and, and more that are just, they're interesting to me. And yeah, we'll see what they do. This is not a game you're learning anything about the Colts. We, no, we they're knew just, this. they're they, good. They're, yeah, they're, they good, just, they're a good, solid team, but they brought Tennessee to the brink last week when, mm-hmm. when Henry was, you know, the MVP before he got hurt. So why would we think they're not going to just trounce the Jets? Yep. So I, I don't know. It was one of those where the Jets were the one like, oh, all right, they have a few players. We're learning more and more. Who can we actually use off of this dumpster yep. fire? Yep. We're figuring it, it out. I think they're going to continue to use Michael Carter. They're going to continue to use Elijah Moore. There's no reason not to. Like they're two and six. They're done. They're not playing for anything this year. Let's see what the young guys can do. So if how with the way the quarterbacks are playing and with bye weeks not going to be wrapped up for a little while, is there any hope like a Mike White? He he played well when he was in there. Would you think about maybe streaming him, or is uh, that still uh, so nah. far away? I couldn't do it. And Zach Wilson, he didn't. They didn't put him on IR. I'm expecting him to be back. Um, worst case, but not maybe, maybe not the upcoming week, but the week after they might not bring him back against Buffalo, but they'll probably, he'll be back in week 11 against Miami. So you're not going to play a guy. You're not going to play anybody. It'll be Zach Wilson before you know it. And you're not playing him this week against Buffalo. Right. So that's, so. but I guess, good. I guess in a couple weeks, um, if Zach Wilson does come back and he continues the way this offense has started to look. And week 12, if he comes back week 11, does decent. And then week 12, they're playing against Houston and you're in a bind. Maybe, you know, it's not the craziest thing in the world. Yeah. But, by the end of the year, you kind of get a little mojo going. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but we'll um, see. I was going to say, I think, I think that pretty much wraps this game up, but yep. we were just, you were just yeah. filling so, me in on some information right before this. So let's get some Odell Beckham news that just came through. There's been the rumors that, I mean, he hasn't been to practice since um, he didn't get traded. And he didn't get traded. He stopped coming to practice. His dad posted a video online or something about. Okay, <laughs> we, we have to. We, have, we do have to admit this as a teammate. Super shitty. Yeah, oh, yeah. to, that, is, that is some high end trolling by his dad, though. That is, it's really funny yeah. for the outside, but yeah. oh my gosh, like if you're in that locker room, you have to be like, I'm going to punch your dad in the face. Like, yeah. what, what are you doing? That was hilarious. Though. So, Pro Football Talk came out just about 15 minutes ago and said the plan currently is for the Browns to release Beckham on Friday. So, you're probably listening to this. Maybe it's already even happened um, by the time you hear this. But if that happens, um, well, it, there's some you know stuff they got to come up with money wise, but if that happens, he would go to waivers. I don't know if any team would pick him up or not. That's that's an interesting part. Would anybody pick him up? Um, it's going to be a contender if they do. You would think, or I don't know, or do you think a, 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 another team that's not a contender would just want to take a shot? I mean, I got to see what Odell's contract is here. I, I, that's why I really, I guess, know how many more yeah, years. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna say it could be, it could be, maybe it was front loaded, but it's way too much money. I don't know. Yeah, why. would somebody take a shot on him here for his production? I don't even think teams know if he's any good anymore. Like, and you know, he's not bad, but you're kind of like you're not worth that much money. Why in the world would we invest that kind of money for another couple of years? Yep. Um, hmm. 
I mean, anybody can be released in the NFL. Nothing's always, you know. Yeah, I, I don't actually know the. the but if they picked him it, up, it could... if yeah, it doesn't matter if they did pick him up. They I mean obviously they're they're picking up because they want him. But his current base salary is fourteen point five million, thirteen point seven next two years. So he has, his contract is through twenty twenty three. Obviously, you can you know change that, but yeah, yeah through twenty twenty three, and it's over thirteen million a year, thirteen fourteen million. So that's a lot of money. I I don't know if a team would want to do that right now. Maybe that maybe they would. There was teams interested in him, interested in trading for him because of that. Um, the Saints were one of them. I'm looking at this. The Saints were one of the teams interested in trading for Odell, and it looks like actually the Saints and the the Raiders I, apparently were some of the teams interested. Mm-hmm. If if I was him, I would not want to go to. First of all, I definitely well, wouldn't want to go to the Saints. But right it now. might not be if they decide they want to put the claim in. And it's not up to. Yeah, him I mean, anymore. it's not up to him. Yeah, yeah. But if let's I mean, say nobody claims him, if no one claims him, what were the situations where you'd like uh, to see him? Well, I mean, you, yeah, I mean, there's two teams in particular that I really, really like. First of all, I mean, you can go, there's a lot of teams that are contenders. I think that would have to be where he would want to go, especially if after he doesn't get claimed, he can he has more control over it. But in my mind, there's two leading teams, and one would be Green Bay. You know, you have you know, Devonte Adams, but you, you don't really have that number two and they're still winning. So why not take a shot at him if for, if you're going to go for like a minimum contract and it's like a half a year, prove it kind of deal. Yep. Um, why won't they take the shot on him? And then the other one that I was just talking about before this um, was uh, Buffalo. I think that would be very, very interesting to have uh, not only Diggs but him. And then you have Knox and you're, you're just, you have an insane amount of weapons. You're kind of on the level of Casey all of a sudden, if he's, you know, 75% of what he actually was back in the day. So I think I like yeah. those two teams the most. I like, I did like yours though, because it'd be the most annoying thing in the world where the first thing you said was, what if he went to the chiefs? And I was like, I'll blow my brains out. Like never know. There, <laughs> I mean, there's the most annoying team to watch. To be honest, be there's funny. There's honestly a lot of potential spots. Like you, those, like what you talked about. I mean, the saints truly are a potential spot. I just don't know how I love it with Taysom Hill there. I don't really think that's great well, for us. <laughs> just no, no, it, w- it would not be good for Beckham either. If you're, yeah. if he's trying to prove that he can still be a, uh, a number one yep. dominant top 10 wide receiver, you're not going <laughs> to really be able to, Prove it there, and it's gonna be really, really, really painful for for Odell. If if he if he clears everything, um, I mean, with the I wouldn't if if he wanted to go to the Rams, the Rams would sign him for a minimum deal. I'm oh yeah, Rams would be a Rams would be a fun one. Rams too. would do it. I mean, I could. There's other <laughs> options like he the Patriots are always an option. People are talking about the Patriots. I mean, again, for fantasy, I don't love it, but he would go yeah. in there. He should be the number one. So it makes sense that in that way. Um, the Seahawks, he could go there and join Metcalf and Lockett. That'd be that'd be a cool, you know, trio too. There's a if lot of just a, potential like that. If you're but. doing a minimum contract, he can literally go anywhere. But I, I will yeah. say Vegas grabbing him, especially That's, with what, what yeah. happened with rugs and them, yeah. you know, them being an uh I mean, they're a good team, right? I mean, they have a good record, I should say. Yep. I don't know how legit they actually are, but yep. um that does make a lot of sense. If they picked him up and they're willing to pony up for that. I yep. do understand that. I it's a lot of money to pour into a guy that hasn't produced in years though. True. Yep. Be interesting to see what happens though. So, all right. We'll wait and see maybe by the time this episode is actually out that maybe we know or by the time tomorrow sometime when you're listening, you already know where he's gone and you'll miss this week there. He'll sign quick. He can't screw around. He needs to go get go needs to go play. So, 
See what happens. Now, but what, what if he what if he gets picked up by the like uh, by the Raiders and then he pulls an Antonio Brown? Just like two wide, two crazy wide receivers in a row. What did the Lions decide they want to claim? Him? <laughs> Just throw money at him. I would literally be like, "What are we doing?" <laughs> he would be so angry. <laughs> I would. I would be furious. But all right, that'll do it for today. Talk to you guys next time.